Welcome to Your Soul, a podcast and soul talk by Yaz. I can't wait for you all to hear the amazing wisdom from this soul. Paola Michelle is a registered yoga and meditation teacher, healer, and intuitive. Paola shares her wisdom and expertise on how to balance your feminine and masculine energy. Learn what feminine and masculine energy encompasses, and most importantly, how to balance them out and live your best life. When you balance your energy, you are limitless. Uncover your inner blocks and surrender to the healing energy that you have in your life. Paula also sheds light on the importance of caring for yourself to avoid burnout and the mind-body connection when it comes to health and so much more. So let's get started on part one of this amazing transformational conversation. Thank you so much for being here, soul friend. We live primarily in a man's world and people get Mm -hmm. so upset when I say this, but that is the reality. Mm -hmm. And of course, we also have the power to change that, Mm -hmm. but it's a very masculine oriented yang energy, which is about accomplishing tasks, always doing your value being like being and doing, not necessarily in being. So what happens is the scale has completely tipped and now we don't necessarily know, and especially men and even women, right? Because I, I was like this, I didn't know how to show that sensitive, you know, docile, that kind side of myself. I kind of just was very like rajasic, very fast paced, very like out there in your face. And not to say that that's a bad quality, right? But if you're trying to attract a male or a masculine energy, you know, it's not going to work. It's going to repel because the same kind of repels, right? So it's, it's great that you say this because the more that as we heal as feminines, the more it actually creates change in masculines and it allows them to actually change as well. No, and it, it, you said it so perfectly because I was just talking about it yesterday with that group too, where it's like, as soon as we start healing, we start to raise the vibrations around us and we start to slowly yeah. create a domino effect or the ripple effect around us and also inspire the people to change. And we have to know that we can't make anyone change, right? Our primary yeah. focus is to focus on ourselves, you know, and everything will fall mm-hmm. into place. And like you said, if you're wanting to attract something in your life, you can only do so by aligning yourself, you know, yeah. and just for all of our listeners who maybe haven't heard of the concepts of divine feminine and divine masculine, can you explain a little bit about what both extremes are and how they can become unbalanced? Oh, it's so funny. We just posted about this on the girl group is we we're talking about wounded feminine. So I'll start with that first. So the wounded feminine is basically, right, we both have masculine and feminine energy, regardless of gender and what you categorize yourself in. And it's not so much a gender thing, it's more just an energy. When you look at feminine energy, it's the act of beingness, which means manifestations, connection to God, to source, intuition, um, that sacredness, sensuality, sexuality, creation. And then when you look at masculine, it's more of that yang energy, fast pace, think competition, think, you know, basically all those men, you know, going after each other, that rajasic energy of just getting things done, being motivated, being detail oriented. It's a great energy. Now, as a feminine, whenever you have too much masculine energy, you're wounded your wound starts to rise in your femininity. 
because you're basically not exercising it as much. And when you don't exercise that, what it creates is this fear of in intimacy, mm -hmm. um, you know, uncontrollable emotions, fear, com comp competition or competitiveness all the time. And we see this a lot in the female you know, industry or just like in the community, we see females going up against each other. We see females going up against men and wanting to be men. So what happens is the wounded feminine, if it's not healed and loved and caressed, it gets really off balance, which then turns into dark feminine, which is another mm. different energy, being manipulative, controlling, selfish, mm. self-sabotaging, right? So that's why you see a lot of males also in relationships with women who are in their dark feminine. So that is what the wounded feminine is, is pretty much hysteria. You know, just think of the times where you were so pissed off and you were mm -hmm. not allowed to feel that anger. And then all of a sudden it just sits in your sacral chakra, like so suppressed. And then basically you're like, F this, F you, F that. And then the energy starts to get leaky. So it mm -hmm. leaks onto other people. So that's wounded feminine energy. Healed or empowered feminine energy is knowing your self-worth, um, having healthy boundaries, being open, so open unconditionally that it's so powerful in the sense of allowing others to be who they are, to shine, to be compassionate, to be forgiving. Forgiving doesn't mean though, um, you know, being complacent or being a doormat or a pushover. It just means, you know, I understand people make mistakes. I forgive you. But with my boundaries really strongly, this can't happen again. Or I don't have space for this in my life. And it switches from this competitive energy of needing to be like others, of constantly comparing yourself to others, which I'll put myself out there. It happens all the time, especially on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Mm -hmm. you, you know, it happens. <laughs> We've yeah. all experienced it, right? We've all experienced it. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to cap. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, that's the truth is that when you switch from that wounded feminine, you begin to go into empower feminine. And men have this too, which means you're able to hold this space for your partner, for your family, for your kids, even for your pets for the world. And what it does is, is this energy flows, it enters your life and it brings things to you so effortlessly with effort and ease. And that is really powerful in its own way. And we all have this, right? But women have a superpower of manifesting. And the reason why they have this is because we have a womb. We have the ability to create, create. life. Yep. <laughs> and that's actually a portal. That's a portal that brings a being from another dimension into this physical reality, into its vessel. Mm -hmm. And to start a huge, a new and completely, you know, completely different life, right? And then we have the masculine energy, which is the protector, right? It's, it's the person that goes out there and gets things done. It's the one that creates change. And it's the one that's disciplined, detail-oriented, focus-driven. But when it's wounded, then we get this machismo. Oh, oh we love we, that, right? 
We love that, right? As Latinas, we know. <laughs> you get this machista. And, for, and, you know, for the English speakers, if you guys don't know what machista is, it's just a wounded masculine figure where this, they have double standards, right? So then they begin to not really see the worth of the feminine energy. They take advantage of that. So a wounded masculine is overly competitive, very loud, over-controlling, um, manipulative as well, right? But it could be mostly controlling mm -hmm. and not easily, uh, like, it doesn't have access to open up because he's so disconnected because a real masculine still has that ability to express and have discernment and say, hey, this is where I think we should be going. That's how the masculine energy is. One has focus, feminine energy has flow. So there's always like a constant flow. So the wounded masculine energy is actually what's going on predominantly right now in this society. That is the main energy, which is competition. Always have to be doing something. Um, you know, your self-worth is based on what you do, not necessarily who you are, what you have, all those things. So that is the difference between masculine and feminine energy. Now, the both need to coexist with each other. When you balance these energies, regardless, when you put two people in a relationship where the female is predominantly in her feminine essence and her and the masculine is in his masculine essence, he is then able to provide safety, provide, you know, direction and purpose. And she feels safe enough to give love to be taken care of, to be provided, and then she becomes his inspiration. So it's an in exchange of energies. And then when you look at it internally, it's the same thing. You manifest something, you birth it, you tell God, hey, this is ideally what I, what I want my life to be. These are the friends, these are the people, right? And then he gives you, when you flow and surrender, he gives you the inspired action to take based on that manifestation to get you there. And that's how the energies work together collectively. You just said every, like everything you were just saying, I was like, yes, wow, wow, wow. Like, honestly, <laughs> I was just like speechless there for a moment because <laughs> if you haven't necessarily like jumped into these two different energies and like learning about it, like yeah. I really believe that a lot of people listening are going to feel so inspired into like learning more about how to like notice it or how to start to heal it and that that's where i want to take my next question what yeah. advice would you give someone and i know we are kind of focusing a little bit more on feminine but it can be both right that's okay both yeah um what advice would you give to someone who wants to find more balance in between their energies and i love what you said about that there's the difference between focus versus flow and that once you flow and surrender is when everything like comes into place and i was like wow i like saw it in my mind actually as like just like a full for some reason i saw circle. like a wave yeah a circle mm -hmm. and a wave just like going around mm -hmm. together it was yeah. just beautiful like you even gave me a vision as you were speaking i love yeah. it well i definitely sense for you and, and this is a side topic right but oh, you i sense for, for you <laughs> i sense for you that you're very um you know clairvoyant but clear um, cognizant, which is a lot of clear knowing and receiving that information. So I relate to that for sure. So I get I it. I get that. it. When people talk, I get visions mm -hmm. and like I'm such a visual person. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's funny because 
So in order to heal these two energies, and, and this is the issue that I've seen a lot with a lot of people that come to me or from what I've seen from friends, etc. And the issue is that sometimes we tend to focus on one energy mm-hmm. and then we completely neglect the other one. And the thing about these energies is that it's a balanced scale. Think Libra. If one end goes all the way to the top, the other one tips to the bottom. So if we have too much feminine energy, then we become people pleasers. We don't have any boundaries. Then we become very lethargic, unmotivated, no desires, no inspiration, no aspirations, right? Mm -hmm. And then when we become too masculine, we become too competitive and too greedy and too conceited and too mm-hmm. controlling. So any which way it goes, not good. So a way to start working with the energy, whether you're male or female or whoever you categorize as, you have both of these energies within you. So the first thing is understanding the difference is what is masculine energy, the yang energy, which is the go the masculine, the drive, the focus, the detail-oriented, like we spoke before. And then there is the feminine energy, which is the flow, the surrender, the manifestation, the empowerment of understanding that even though you're achieving things in life, it's got to be balanced with rest and replenishment and nutrition and source because we are spiritual beings before anything. So... One of the ways that I've personally, and this is just my method, but everyone has their own method. And I definitely encourage anyone who's listening or watching, do what what you personally feel is right. You know, I can tell you till the cows come home, like people say, (laughs) (laughs) how to do it, but it's completely up to you. So to me, I focus predominantly on masculine energy. So I was always doing I am naturally a like a very active person. So the way I release energy is through being active mm-hmm. and not necessarily doing yoga, but doing other things around the house, around my space, whatever it may be. So it's kind of hard for me sometimes to sit. I need a lot of concentration. So what I've learned to do is realize what my feminine characteristics are and what's kind of wounded. And why is it wounded in the first place? For example, and and I'll be very honest and raw, I have an issue with um, self-comparison. I compare myself too much to people. And that was something that I was, you know, now we've come a long way, but it took a while to heal and to compare myself. And I would just get down on myself. And that is a wounded feminine characteristic because Mm -hmm. femininity doesn't care about competition. It cares about sustainability, mm-hmm. not necessarily if I'm doing better than someone else. She just is. So when I didn't do that, when I didn't balance that feminine energy, I went predominantly to the masculine energy of saying, okay, well, I got to push myself. I got to work like 40 hours a week because I got to get there. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, if you're not meant to be there right now, it doesn't matter the amount of work you do because that might not be your journey right now. And your journey might be in bringing awareness to that feminine energy because feminine energy is complete and total surrender, Mm -hmm. which is understanding divine timing 
and that when things flow into your life, great. And if they flow away, then that's great too. So it, you first have to identify personally within yourself what you personally struggle with and, you know, a really healthy way. And the same with the masculine energy, right? If you feel like you're, you know, too much and all those things or have too much feminine energy, which is when you're just feel unmotivated all the time mm -hmm. or feel stuck or feel like your, your emotions are overflowing to the point where they're literally overwhelming you then we need to bring a little more boundaries and perhaps more movement into your day. That's where you find the motivation, the push to get yourself out there to be more organized, more disciplined, more expressive in that sense, more creative. But at the same time, you kind of have to, you know, just tune into yourself and see what you're struggling with. And when you do that, your healing lies there. And there are many things you can do for masculine energy, which I feel like we've mastered that, which is like, obviously have a vision board, right? Have a plan, get, you know, write down the details, be detail oriented, organize, go out there, have the motivation, just do it, right? Like Nike, just do it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the feminine energy, some of the things that we can do is asking yourself, when on your free time or making free time, if you don't have it, what is it that you desire? What is something that you genuinely want to do, but you've been holding yourself back from because either a fear or judgment, right? Self-judgment, because we've all done that. And just doing that, whether that's putting your feet up on the couch and just watching Netflix for five hours, whether it's going outside and just sunbathing and reading a good book, Practicing feminine energy is about rest and it's about being in this state where it's not forced. You could be painting. Technically, that's still kind of doing, right? Yeah. But it's <laughs> it's also being mm -hmm. because these two energies, you're never just not going to not have the two energy. But there's always one that's more predominant. So if you're painting, the predominant one there is the inspiration because it's coming from the desire the inspiration the creation and of course you have some masculine energy which is doing the painting and get yeah. up <laughs> but it's predominantly feminine so you can practice this by taking a bath you know loving yourself and even if you're a man you can do this you can shave mm -hmm. you can love your body i feel like also in this society if a man loves his body or rubs oil it's like not okay no. or it's deemed as like too girly but the reality is that your body is your vessel and you have to carry you have to take care of that you have to carry yourself well in order to feel well it's you know feminine energy is providing a good meal or making a good meal or baking mm -hmm painting i'm um, doing your tarot cards meditation things yeah. like that journaling so there's so much you can do to practice and to balance these two energies but it really really starts by and it depends how people meditate right um identifying which characteristics are off like if you really go into your body and this is a great technique that i teach is when you close your eyes and you go into your body is what do you honestly feel like what are some emotions if you go into your mind 
and just kind of see what are some things that are that you're experiencing what where are the blockages and then when you allow that all the answers are literally there you'll start seeing the thoughts come up like oh well you're not good enough or like oh well we're not there yet mm-hmm. oh where this hasn't happened and then when you when you identify it then you're able to bring awareness and love and light and actually do something about it and create change yes oh amazing beautiful i just yeah <laughs> I was like, you're, you're the first time you have, uh, someone has me literally speechless, just listening to what they have to say. <laughs> She's oh, like, I'm, that's feminine energy. Yeah. That's feminine yeah. energy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm enjoying um, the openness and receiving it, you know, and just listening. Also, we were just talking about this, but I had uh, also someone else mentioned to me um, that we have to remember that it's about um, collaboration over competition, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of like, and you were even speaking of that, of like shifting energies, that it's all about when we sit in collaboration and speaking and yeah. connecting and knowing, there's no need to compete, you know? Yeah. We are so much better together. And as cheesy as it is, stronger together, it's very true. You know, yeah. when all of us take the moment to actually give and know that we will receive when we give from a honest place, that's what's going to yeah. happen, you know? So I love that. And I really appreciate you helping me with that. No, um, yeah. I, that's a great thing, what you just said, actually. And it goes a lot into feminine energy because mm-hmm. when my feminine energy wasn't balanced, mm-hmm. I was very competitive. And I realized that, you know, you can't expect others to help you if you don't want to help others mm-hmm. because you really do get what you give. Yeah. So if you want others to help you, mm-hmm. but you don't necessarily want to help and give information and be supportive, mm-hmm. then you're naturally not going to receive that support. And that's not to say that sometimes, obviously, you are very supportive and you still don't get that in return. Mm-hmm. At that point, that has nothing to do with you. That's the other person's problem. Mm -hmm. But in this society, there is a lot of competition, a lot of comparison. And, you know, we we still struggle with this to an extent because we want to do good, right? And I think it's because in the masculine energy, there's this perspective that you always got to be alpha because only the alpha is the head and the lead of Mm -hmm. everything. When in reality in dynamics there's got to be an alpha and an omega and this is something my boyfriend has and i have really talked about a lot Mm -hmm. especially in a relationship because where i personally struggled in this relationship i did not want to hand that power over Mm -hmm. i I wanted to be the alpha all the time Mm -hmm. and like work but then i realized when i sat with myself is like do i want to overwork myself to the point of burnout Mm-hmm. Because that's also what happens to feminine energy Oh yeah. when it's not balanced and we go predominantly, especially as a woman, because we have a cycle, what mm-hmm. we call a lady cycle, a moon cycle. So every week, and I've, and I've kind of started studying this a little bit to mm-hmm. understand, you know, my body and myself is that, um, you know, the, you have like the luteal phase and the yeah. ovulation phase. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the ovulation phase, right, it's, the face where you feel the most empowered Mm -hmm. so at that stage is where you can have more masculine energy because you have more of the drive the energy the source the go-getting you know abilities Mm -hmm. but when you are on your moon cycle on your period everything kind of lowers your libido lowers Mm -hmm. 
So your motivation is almost like non-existent because it's not supposed to be. Yeah. And when we live in this world that does not take moon cycles and periods into account, it really, quite frankly, doesn't care for doesn't it. Doesn't care, yep. <laughs> you mute it. So then you don't rest. You don't allow yourself to be lavished and caressed and everything that's going on in your body because it's so amazing. We live in a society where predominantly like we, we don't honor periods. Mm -hmm. So, and it's an act of rest. It's, it's a time for resting and to reset. And when we don't do that, we create this like internal turmoil and this burnout which is why a lot of us might experience some procrastination or lethargy or, you know, blockages when it comes to inspiration and motivation or desires. And that's why so it's, it's really important. And I, and you know what, I didn't realize this. I I'll be honest. I was the first one who did not realize this at all, but it is so important. So important. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And it's so true because I just feel like, once you get to a point of burnout like and i like to say the point of no return when you're in burnout mm -hmm. the effects are honestly i don't mean to be that dramatic but they're a little catastrophic because in a yeah. lot of ways your body starts to signal and shut down and if you keep yeah. on pushing and pushing and pushing you have a big price to pay and i say that because i myself i think i got myself into like the worst possible burnout ever um, months ago last year, because my partner and I, we were running a business together, a small business where luckily, I mean, I say it's a blessing, right? But it was also a curse in disguise because we were, as an example, having to make ourselves like 200 sweaters on embroidery machines, like, but I mean, on a crunch time, like blah, 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 all the time, 24 seven, even if we were in bed, we were getting messages from customers, all these things. So there was no separation. Yeah. And I started like experiencing my I, I've already struggled with panic disorder my whole life, but it threw me into a almost irretrievable cycle of panic because I never I might have had a blessing of, OK, now we have a good income. But then at what cost? You know, my yeah. body is shutting down and people don't yeah. realize that the burnout, as soon as you start to get to that level, you have to take care for yourself and you have to lower it because it's not worth it, honestly, for the effects on your body. Like it's taken me months to recover, yeah. from it, you know? You know, and, and we've all gone through this as I've gone through this myself too. And thankfully you had someone to help you through that too, because imagine if all that load just fell on you, then your burnout time will be longer. And something I remember my teacher used to tell me, and you know, he taught me a lot of wonderful teachings and he said, your body will often get sick mm -hmm. when it's gotten to a point of no return. So if it's been warning you to take a rest, to mm -hmm. recover, to just chill, but you continue to ignore that intuition and those signs and those symptoms, mm -hmm. it's going to shut down for you. Yeah. It's almost like when the universe says, make a choice or I'm gonna, or God, it says, make a choice or I'm gonna make it for you. Mm -hmm. And then when it's made, you kind of like hit your head against the door. Like it's, mm -hmm. it maybe it's like a lot rougher. So it's the same thing with um, being sick is, you know, and I always tell this to people is if you're sick, because naturally our bodies are not supposed to be so sick all the time. Yeah. It's only, you know, we, we say this thing is called dis-ease for a reason. Like there's mm -hmm. no ease within the body. Mm -hmm. And usually like sickness has to do with 
a disease within mm-hmm. the body. Yeah. And when you heal that, then the disease goes away. Mm-hmm. You feel more peace internally. So if you're, you know, watching this right now and you're going through some sort of health issue or something, then this could be a sign to look within and see what kind of caused it to shut off in the first place. Are you maybe working too much mm-hmm. to the point where you can't breathe or enjoy time? Because I'm convinced that life is about enjoying first mm-hmm. and then doing the rest. Of course, we have to work towards things, but we didn't come here just to work. We came here yeah. to actually live as mm-hmm. well and enjoy yeah and it's like there's that saying that's always like you don't what is it you don't work to no you don't live to work because you shouldn't work you get what i'm trying to say i forget yeah, the order. I, 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 <laughs> I think it's it goes you um you don't work to live you live to work yeah no, no, no. that's, no, that's yeah, the yeah. problem yeah. that's the problem yeah. that you live to work yeah yeah it's okay. one of the two well, one you of the two what? i think that y'all understand what we're trying to say your life should yeah. have a balance between work and living yeah, yeah for sure yeah maybe i should uh, check yeah. my references <laughs> no me too i mean i try to make it better and i completely butchered it so no it's okay i think yeah people people got our message Soul friend, thank you so much for listening to part one of this amazing conversation with Paula Michelle. To listen to part two, check out the next episode to find out about twin flame relationships, karmic relationships, and soulmates, and so much more. We take a deep dive into what relationships are and the different dynamics within them. So be sure to check it out. You won't want to miss it. I hope you're having an amazing day and that you listen to your soul today.